Hey, West Coast Pop fans, how's it going? Eric here, glad to be back for this episode. Joined by Zach. How are you doing, Zach? I'm good. Thanks, Eric. All right. And Nock, how about you? I'm good, man. Welcome back, Eric. Thank you. Uh, next week, Paul will be joining us. He's taking a little break from this week. Uh, Paul, hope you're doing great, man. Hope you're staying cool. Um, any any big news coming from you guys? Anything you feel like just getting out in the world? Uh, double check our YouTube page. I just put out the first episode of Pop Talk. It's, it's a little rundown of pop culture stories for this one. Since everything's kind of shut down yet because of the pandemic, I just did a June recap. So if you want to check it out, please do. I yeah. highly recommend it. For sure. Great video by Zach. I'm still getting these gaming reviews done. I'm still working on those videos. So don't stick. keep an eye out for those. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Exactly. And we're probably going to start getting those uh, tier lists back out, some additional videos out for you guys soon. We just took a little break, a little breather. But for this week, we're going to get straight into the show. We've got some highlights, some news, some games, discussions, and of course, promo school is the main event. But right now, let's jump straight into the Monday Night Raw recap. Did anything jump out for you guys? Mainly the fact that I'm just done with Big Show. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the Angel Garza Andrade stuff. They're doing a little dissension. It's adding a little uh, thing to it. And Zelina Vega being a great manager, bringing them together. But I don't think they need to lose a big show like that. No. No, nah, not at all. I, it's, I don't know if it's the travel bans or if Vince is just this old that he needs big show in two segments and he thinks that's credible. But yeah, I don't. I don't need to see Big Show twice. That's weird. Right. Man. And don't bring Flair there. I mean, I, was, I like to see him on TV, but let's, let's keep him at home, man. I want to keep him alive. I was just about to say that. This is not a good time to bring out Rick Flair. No. And you're doing Zoom meetings on your shows to talk yeah. about matches and stuff. So just do that. Have Flair come and talk about that on there. And he can, he can build up Randy Orton, who I think all this is leading to the legend killer punting Rick Flair in the head in the end. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but... Go ahead. Shout out to shout out to Peyton Royce, new finisher. She's been great. She's really been on another level recently. Uh, picked up a nice win over on this draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad they're they're also doing something. They're they're getting their build. Um, I wanted to bring it back though because we got so much news and rumors. We're gonna sprinkle it in some of them into this weekly highlight. But I wanted to get your guys' opinion because I didn't realize that people did not like Flair being on TV. I thought it was fine because AEW has Jake the Snake. They've got uh, JR. They've got all these older people on the show. So do you guys think that AEW should also keep these older guys off the show too? Or what are your thoughts on that? That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Zach, you're going to tackle this first. Well, I was just going to say, like, because of Flair's history with health issues, that just kind of – it stands out more than Jake the Snake and Arn. Um, but I, I do agree now. I didn't even think about that. Right. I think it was some Facebook page that we are part of brought up like that discussion. I didn't even know it was a thing. So it's a, it's a good point. I agree. Rick should not be there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I would hate to see Arn not there with Cody for some reason. I've, I've grown attached to that little pairing. Same. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they just seem to like, uh, especially with the commentary team, they're all bunched up together. I don't know how you can separate them a bit, but something, something else. True. But otherwise, unless you guys have anything else uh, that stuck out to you about Raw, we can go straight into the next show, NXT. I'll tell you what uh, stuck out. The absence of Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, you know what? Thank you for reminding me, because that is part of the news and rumors, but we're going to sprinkle it in here, too. Uh, did you guys hear about why Shayna Baszler is not on TV? No. Yep. So, basically, Vince has nothing for her. That's it. She is 100% healthy. Creative has nothing for her. Yeah, so he's kind of soured on her. I think one of the things Dave Meltzer said was um, he doesn't see how he can have an MMA fighter translate into wrestling. He doesn't quite grasp that, so he doesn't really like Shayna anymore. Even though she dominated the Elimination Chamber, Becky wanted her to take the belt from her at Mania, and uh, she has not been bad at all. No. Wow. That's so yeah, crazy. So. How do you not have nothing for us? You have, I don't know. That just boggles my mind. Yeah. If anything, just don't have, have a match. Exactly. Yeah. I don't need Big Show on twice. You don't exactly. know how to book her, but you booked Brock Lesnar, and that's exactly how you book her. Right. You, you have a full-time Brock Lesnar at your disposal, and you're not using her. That's crazy. Yeah. She's uh, not blonde enough for you. <laughs> and with Bianca, why didn't they just have her – you know, like a ref shirt during the the Viking Raiders stuff. Yeah, like you can yeah. use someone in any way, shape, or form. I don't understand just not putting them on TV. It's it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, and then a little, also in addition, uh, Mickey James did an interview I think with Van Vliet recently, and she said also she's one hundred percent healthy, but she says she's not making a trip down there because they have nothing for her. It's not worth it if they don't have anything. So yeah, I don't know what creative is doing. They have nothing for nobody. Just collecting a paycheck. Right. Uh, yeah. But I think, was Bianca, you said on Superstars or something this week? Yeah, she's uh, the main event, whatever they have, that little sideshow that no one knows about. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, yeah, some of these NXT people get treated so badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. We move on to Wednesday night. We're going to start with NXT, the Great American Bash. Um, I'm going to start this off by saying I don't, I don't like it. I do not like it because I feel like this is not. But when we get to Fighter Fest, I've got so many great things to say about it. But American Bash feels like NXT in the fact that they still are doing promos like a normal show. They're still building up to next week like a normal show. Versus Fighter Fest, which feels like a free pay per view. Yeah. See, I felt differently. I didn't think Fighter Fest felt like a pay per view at all, and I liked the Great American Bash. Um, I loved Sasha Banks and Eel. That was my match of the week. Oh yeah, that, that was a very solid match. Um, you can't deny that. How did you, you think about the finish? Um, I'm fine with it. Um, I know it's supposed to feel like a pay-per-view, but again, I don't think there should be pay-per-views. And I, I don't know. It, it, it was a fun match. I'm just glad I got to see Sasha and Io, so I didn't really care how they were going to finish it. Yeah, very true. Um, I will say, I mean, I just also don't like the fact that, as we've said before, they just did this to spite Cody and AEW. Yeah, yeah. and I, I went into I this mean. wanting to hate this episode because of that um it's 
it is really petty, but there were a lot of really good things I thought that happened on here. Um, I did like the the four way match with the women. I thought that was really yeah. good. Uh, Lorkin and Thatcher, yeah. uh, that was pretty damn good. That was. Um, Robert Stone, I don't know why they're trying to push this. You have something <laughs> for the Robert Stone brand, but nothing for Bianca Belair? Like, come on. Uh, he, he's a funny guy, man. I, I like him. I will uh, give the props. I, I They did more than I thought they would with Nick's tag match. I thought Robert would just be running around, but he actually got some shots in. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Not everything can be a serious match and stuff like that, especially when you got stuff like Loomis and Strong. Um, they got a, a strap mm-hmm. match that I would never take a strap hit. I'll just say that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. I didn't get to say it last week, but Dexter Loomis is one of my favorite things right now. I'm loving that. <laughs> He's great, man. <laughs> He's, a, He's been doing this gimmick for a while. I'm, not, I'm glad it's finally on a bigger stage for everybody, everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he deserves it. He's a great guy. Um, but if you've been on the internet, this is a little news and rumor sprinkled, then you might have seen the leaks for the next week's uh, All or Nothing Championship match. Yeah. Bit of good news. Someone's getting fired. Yeah. I'm not going to say what it is because if for some miracle you haven't seen it yet. I don't want to be the one to ruin it. I've been yeah. so busy this week. I haven't seen it so far. Good. Very. Yeah, good. Um, but the good news is, for those of you who have been spoiled, just like in the past, they did two tapings. So there's a chance that we might not see this. There's a chance that they might swerve us. Or there's a chance they might just go through with it. Who knows? But don't take it as a definitive spoiler. Yeah, that's the good news about that. But uh, anything else before we move on to the next show? Stick out to you guys. Yeah, I think we covered. Um, yeah, like Zach said, the the women uh stole the the night. I think stole the <laughs> week. They were really good. Uh, love you and Sasha. Yeah, yeah, and that's the kind of thing too. Uh, we'll bring up a discussion later, but I, that's the kind of thing that I like to see during these uh, kind of downer times with no crowds or anything like that. You get crossovers and crossovers that you let them put on a match and it's so enjoyable. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. This was a, a great call by, by Hunter getting Sasha Banks for this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We're going to go ahead and move on to AEW Dynamite. Fighter Fest. So night one, I've got to say, I did not... I knew I was going to like Jungle Express versus Wardlow and MJF, but I didn't know I was going to like it this much. I thought it was a great match. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was awesome. The match was awesome. Yeah. Best Canadian Destroyer I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And we just <laughs> talked about how we're sick of that move, but that one made me pop up a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah. I got scared for MJF. <laughs> oh, man. He, he knows how to protect himself. He does. Mm-hmm. That, that was a tough sell. Um, they got me for a minute with the uh, the four pop-ups because MJF and Jungle Boy did it. And I was like, oh, okay, they're going to start fighting. I, I should have known by now that Wardlow and um, Luchasaurus can do it, but it still got me. It still popped Yeah, me. that was a nice moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very strong show, man. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of different guys. The women, this is, again, Sheeta has had the best women's title run so far. Mm-hmm. Penelope Ford shined. She's yeah, still she green, did. of course, but like this is a hell of a showing from her. Yep. Yeah. Her Probably best her match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, only thing is, I, I I don't know if it's because of the the restrictions again, but AEW is 
when you're losing to WWE in like women's matches, like you only have one on two hour show, that's not exactly a good sign. Yeah, I, I think it might be some of the restrictions and like everyone being injured, like a lot of big injuries, like a Statlander, Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. But, do, you, do you think they need Tessa? Uh, they do, but I don't want them to sign her. Yeah, they do, but I don't think they're going to sign her, which is weird because they have her dad. I don't know, like, right. that dynamic, but... Yeah, I mean, Big Swole said it would be a good place for her, with her dad being a pastor or something. She yeah. could get the spiritual guidance she needs, but it looks like WWE is the front runner, actually. They're, they're chasing yeah. her. Okay. So we might get Tessa and Charlotte, but at the same time, she might just get in her own way, so we'll see. Um, I will say I'll probably take some heat for this, but two of the title matches didn't work for me for some reason. The tag match, uh, I didn't dig that at all. I never got into it, and I didn't like the ending. Um, also, the TNT Championship match with rock hard Jake Hager. Oh, that's the worst <laughs> name ever. Yeah, I don't know who thought of that one. Uh, oh, man. Um, I, I'll tackle the, sm- the, the tag team one first because I think I agree with you. I didn't get into it. I think I hyped it up a little bit more, and I like I gave it too much going in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that finish was really weird. I had to play it back to make sure I didn't like fall asleep and miss something. But it was like Hangman hits the dead eye and then doesn't get the pin, and then goes for the uh, buckshot and gets the pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a weirdly planned finish. Yeah, I mean. I think I agree with Zach, which, like, I don't really like best friends in the ring that much. Like, they're good, but they're just missing something. I don't know. And I went into this thinking they were going to win the titles, which I'm – at this point, I'm glad I didn't. Right, right. Yeah. Um, They're they're quirky guys. I think that's it. That's all they have going for them. Like, showing up with your mom. Again, the the hipster stuff. Trent has (laughs) Murray on his knee. Like, it's, it's quirky hipster stuff, but they have no personality themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think we all went in thinking they were going to take the titles, but maybe it's for the best they didn't. Uh, save it for the next big tag team. Yeah, and, uh, Private Party has a match, the title match next week. Now that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should be a good one. I think that's going to be better. I think so too. Yeah, that's going to be a lot better. I mean, it's not going to be five stars because they changed their theme song, but. You don't like the new theme song? I like it. Uh, it's a case where I like their old one and I like the new one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take the old one. <laughs> um, so maybe you guys can change my mind on this, some... but I don't think that Cody really works without a crowd. I hate to say that because I love Cody, but he just he is um, becoming to talk a little more mechanical too now. And I think without think so? a crowd, it shows a little bit. I think so a little bit, yeah. Hmm. I mean, you can totally change my mind. I'm totally open because I love Cody Rhodes. I think Cody Rhodes has improved tremendously. He should not. He should never do the angle lock again because that was a horrible angle lock. But uh, like his in ring work, like I can see he's improving. Like the rope, you see his balance in the ropes. Mm-hmm. Channel is in Ray Phoenix and that. So I, I think in ring he's really improving and practicing. Might be hitting up that QT Marshall uh, gym. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eating his apples. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you're right, though. I don't think I can really change your mind on this. I think he needs a crowd, but I still enjoy his matches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jake Hager is probably the reason why I didn't really get into this. I can't get with that guy yeah. at all. 
I was going to say that too. I think it might be Jake Hager. Like, I don't think I've enjoyed his matches. Like, his Dustin Rhodes match was disappointing. Mm-hmm. The only thing he did good was the Stampede match, and, you know, that was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree. Like, he's at his best when he has a crowd. Like, even from, like, Ring of Honor days, when he has a crowd, he's amazing. But I think Cody also has a problem, which is funny because I saw the exact opposite. Someone said that they think he's the best big match worker in the business. I don't think he's anywhere near the top 100. Hmm. As much he's my favorite wrestler, but for some reason, give him a weekly TNT match or a normal match on AEW, and it's great. But big matches, I think he tries to hype them up so much and make them so dramatic that they don't fall through for me. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, yeah. yeah, somewhat. I'm trying to think back. It was the big matches. Like the biggest match I remember him having was the Omega match with the uh, the ladder match they had. Well, I, I'm thinking more like his AEW days, like before his AEW stuff. Yeah, okay, like okay. Jericho, I wasn't like the buildup was better than the match. Um, okay, that's a good point. I feel like there's something else I'm forgetting, but um, but pre AEW, his big matches were were great. Yeah, the so Jericho won the Wardlow Cage match. I'm thinking of for big matches, the MJF one. Oh yeah, but. Definitely, but we all agree. Firefest is a good show uh, in some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, did we talk about the? Yeah, we just said Cody Hager. So, pretty much covers it. Next week, we're gonna have the tag team titles oh. defended because of Moxley. I, I do want to throw there. in the uh, the the Taz um, commentary. I guess that was oh, pissed yeah. off with his uh, promo. That's right. Which that's on them. One hundred percent. That's on them. They can't that- get mad at the truth. Exactly. Um, I, I love this because this is the Taz I, I really liked growing up as a kid. Not yeah. kid I was growing up kind of when he was getting big in ECW and everything. But this is the Taz I like, the Taz with bite. I haven't seen this in a long time from him. Um, but I do unfortunately want to say that it isn't as awesome as a moment as I originally thought it was because per cagesideseats.com, Kane A. Knight put out an article that basically states that AEW had a bunch of people there that didn't get tested uh, at Fighter Fest. Yeah, 60. Yeah. So they were seated up top and they just figured, well, they're not going to be talking or spitting on talent, so they can just put them up there and not test yeah. them. So it's like <laughs> it, Taz's comment was awesome. It was great. But then it's just like that happens with AEW now, and now you do have a sloppy shop. Yeah. Um, if you go on Reddit, one of the actual people from that show actually did a little post about it and explained everything. And it's a terrible idea. Because they're all... like, Okay, sure, everyone down there is safe. The workers and the staff. But those 60 people are right next to each other. Right. That's not worth it. Why don't you, at the very least, space them out and maybe give them their own like aerial mics. Mm. I thought they were spaced out though. I thought they were more than uh, six feet. Maybe I saw something different or something wrong. But uh... they, they weren't okay. I, actually, yeah, you're right. I exaggerated. They weren't right next to each other, but I think it's still closer than I'd want to be to someone yeah. who I didn't know was tested. Fair enough. But yeah, you're right though. They did space them out to give them credit. They were uh, seats apart. 
And then the other little stab at WWE was Cody wearing the new Nightmare Family shirts with the old Great American Bash lettering. I thought that yeah. was nice. <laughs> I didn't catch so, that. Some of uh, Cody's sisters do some jabs too, saying, oh, yeah, pay my mother some royalties. Yeah. Yeah. So this is it's, all going to come up in something we'll talk about later in the in the gotcha. discussion. So, Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead, get off the Wednesdays, and move on to Friday. Right off the bat, I'm going to say it, Matt Riddle and uh, John Morrison is a match I did not know I needed. I, I, had, I slept on Bro. That was good. That Bro. Was great. Morrison is yeah. so fucking good, man. Oh, my gosh. They gave him time, too. I think it ran for maybe 15, 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a good match. This might be match of the week, actually, for me. It's, it's my match of the week. I, was, I, yeah. I, I had to give it to him. You can I, notice a couple things too in there where Morrison was like helping Riddle along. You could catch a couple mouth movements and you could hear a couple things. So it, it's nice to see the veteran even helping out the younger guy coming. Oh, out. that's a good catch. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that on first watch. I wouldn't be surprised if Riddle still needs to learn how to work on main roster TV because mm-hmm. yeah. even though NXT's on USA, they still work a different style. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, then that match was followed up by another really great match. Yep. Yeah. AJ Styles versus Drew Gulak. Oh man, good, great match from SmackDown. Yeah, and they're giving people time. Just keep this is a few, two or three weeks now. They're having these great matches, giving people time. Um, they had that Daniel Bryan Zoom call, which I, I think it's kind of weird doing those Zoom calls. They feel pre-taped and like I don't know. Oh, they they're totally pre-taped. Yeah. 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 I will say but, uh, uh, NXT does them pretty well with Regal. Like they're yeah. pre-taped, I'm sure, but Regal is pretty good at. It. And this is what they should be doing with the older guys too. That we talked about. Don't have them go to the arenas and everything. You don't need Arn with Cody. You can have him zoom in, and the announcers just ask him, "Hey, Arn, what was your advice to Cody going into this match?" Yeah, true. But, I've uh, seen. Um... And Shinsuke getting a big win over Kofi. They got a title match next week. You think the New Day is going to drop the belts? I don't. Nah, so. I don't think so. Yeah, it'd be a random week to do it. I think it would be random, but I, I honestly think Shinsuke might out uh, get the win. They kept bringing on commentary how he's never been a tag champ yet. Hmm. I mean, if he does, that'd be cool. Yeah, just yeah. for Shinsuke to have a title again. Yeah. Be a triple crown. Yeah. So is AJ triple crown or is he is he need the tag team titles? Is that AJ's triple crown? He's just missing the tag titles. He has the US belt, the WWE belt, and now the IC belt. Okay. The final tag will make him grand slam. Down with that. But anything else strike out to you guys from uh, SmackDown? Uh, I love Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys see Sasha was actually trending after this episode. Oh, really? What was that? Sasha Three Belts. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, she, I give it to her. She's the smart move putting the SmackDown title around her waist. There's yeah. so many people uh, say that they wanted to see the Sasha Three Belts permanently. Yeah, that was very smart. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I don't know. I'm torn now because I know we say all the time that they take too long to get to a feud, but I kind of like them together right now. Save. Mm-hmm. They're really good. And I don't mean to like shit on Bailey because she's doing well, but she needs Sasha right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. For when, sure. they, when they split, Banks has to take the title. I don't think Bailey works on her own right now, especially mm-hmm. with no crown. But. Uh, and then can we just bury this Jeff Hardy stuff? I just well, I want it done. I'm oh. just going to go all the way through the summer. I'm hearing like I can't anymore, man. Yeah. Seamus segment is, was awful. Seamus has said he's got a lot of people who dislike him right now. And it sucks. This whole thing sucks. The stupidest part about it was Jeff Hardy at the end. Why are you beating up a man who's just there to collect a paycheck? He's going to do anything to you. He shows up. Yeah. What the oh. I hated that segment. Yeah. This whole storyline is just ridiculous. Just bring it to an end. Mm-hmm. Jeff could do so much more. Yeah. This goes back to the writers again. They're so uncreative. Just collecting a paycheck. Recycling storylines. Too many cooks in that ch- kitchen, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But looks like that. We'll bring an end to the weekly highlights. Um... We're going to go straight into the news and rumors. Luckily, we took care of a lot of the news during that uh, highlight, so it won't be too long. But yeah. one thing to take note of, it's been in the works for a while, but WWE has finalized their purchase of Evolve. It's theirs now. Okay. Yeah. That's and we, good. That's good. Yeah, we called yeah. it a little bit ago, so hopefully we get to the Evolve library on the network because that's a whole lot of really cool footage to check out. Yeah. A lot of up-and-coming stars passing through there. Um, Walter, it looks like they want him on the main roster. They better use him right. I hope so. Well, <laughs> I saw that series. he's not going to move to the States. I love that. Like, no, I live here. I'm not coming to work for you. This yeah. is where I live. I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I, I don't blame that. him. I don't blame him one bit. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to come here. <laughs> um, and then the last thing that we didn't cover is, let's see. Oh, actually, no, it's two more things. So, Thanks to this little virus, uh, Philadelphia had to tighten its travel restrictions on Florida. So WWE has been flying superstars in and out of Philadelphia. But now with this, you might start seeing a lot less people passing for Raw and SmackDown. They're going to have trouble getting people back and forth. Oh, man. So if you thought it was bad before, just wait. And the main event of the news... If you're a fan of Kyrie Sane's run in WWE for some reason, main roster, not NXT, it's coming to an end soon because yeah. they've tried to get her to be an ambassador for Japan and she's made it known that she wants to move back to Japan. So they'll expect her to resign anytime soon. Yeah, I know like she just got married and she's pretty much been stuck here and she hasn't uh, got back to her husband in Japan. Obviously, the injuries I'm sure aren't helping. The mistreatment of her on the main roster. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is good for her, actually, because she does want to retire soon, like, for good. And I like when yeah. people at a young age understand that, especially, like, NFL players who save their money and they understand that they can't keep playing the game because you get injuries, they build up, and when you're older, you can't really enjoy life the way you should. Exactly. Yeah. It was uh, – I, I can't verify the source because I can't remember where I got it from, but uh, where I usually get my news, they said there was an angle planned for Kyrie – that it was supposed to be a career-ending injury, but then Nia actually injured her, so they canceled it. So, I heard that one, and then I heard they're supposed to have either uh, Charlotte or Shayna take Kyrie out permanently, write her off TV, and I'll build to um, one of them facing Asuka at SummerSlam. Yeah, it's... I, the main roster hasn't treated Kyrie right 
for Not at all. how great she was outside. She was literally the perfect baby face. And again, not like a, a pirate-themed WrestleMania and a pirate-themed superstar. <laughs> Why did you not use that? Right. Yeah. Aye, aye. Imagine uh, an insane elbow off the uh, WrestleMania mm-hmm. sign at the performance right. center. They would have been replaying that for years. Yeah. Sometimes I don't get this company. Not at all. There, there was that uh, two more rumors I heard about that the Sting one wanting another uh, match and possibly the oh, Taker yeah, match. Yeah, I saw that tweet. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 love, I love Sting, no. but I don't even want to see him in AEW. I just <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think man. it's past. I think that time's gone. It is. I just it hurts. He deserves another like um, proper ending to his career too, on right. his own terms. But that's a shame. And it's and then uh yeah. It's always going to be WWE's fault for not giving us that match when they should have and giving us Triple yep. H versus Sting. Yep. Did you guys see the uh, EC3 video, the AW promo type thing? He was like name dropping everything. <laughs> um, I didn't see it, but I, I, I keep seeing it post up on my feed. Um, I'm trying not to put energy into like looking at it because I just want to see where he where he goes. Yeah. I will say it was a pretty good promo, but uh, yeah, I, I get you. Um, because he teased like Impact before that, right? Yeah, yeah, and then he's teased on Impact. Yeah, they played his music, but TNA is literally just having fun playing around with that because they have footage of these people that they can legally use. They can legally use um, the old music, so they're just exactly. you know, trying to get people interested for buy rates. Yeah, he's he's doing the right thing. He's he's drumming up interest, but. After CM Punk, where is he going to go? I don't have energy for where people are going anymore. Yeah. But very, uh, very cool. Any uh, other news and rumors you got there? Um, that's all I've seen. The New Japan Cup has been happening, and the semifinal just happened. We are getting ready for the finals. Kazuchika Okada defeated Takahashi, and Evil defeated Sonata. So this year we're gonna have Okada versus Evil. If Okada wins this, I'm pretty sure this would be like his third or fourth New Japan Cup win. Hmm. I I could see him winning because the winner not only gets the usual IWGP Heavyweight Championship match, they also get the challenge for the Intercontinental Title because Naito is holding both of them. Oh, hmm. a rematch! I could see it. Uh, I can but, see it. I feel like it might piss off all the Naito fans. Oh, it would. I hope he. I hope no matter who it is, he wins because I think Naito. Unfortunately, the the virus has like put his reign on hold. But I want to see him actually be, you know, have both titles. Yeah. So that's just a little quick news from the from the land of the rising sun. Nice. Good to see them back up and nice. running. Yeah. Shout out to Young Lion Alex uh, putting in work. I seen him have a nice match the other day. He was one of the Young Lion trainers at the seminar last year. Great dude. Nice. It's always cool to see uh, these dudes on their way up. Yeah. Them. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and move on to an open discussion. Uh, Zach, what you got for us? So this week it was Cody Rhodes' birthday. Um, WWE also used. Dusty Rhodes' Great American Bash pay-per-view. We talked about Cody coming out in the new shirt with the font from the old Great American Bash. In, in a perfect world, 
Um, I figured since Cody's name wasn't really going to be able to be his anymore again because of WWE, I figured as a nice birthday present, Vince would just give it to him. Uh, I was thinking about this because in 1997, they did something with ECW. And they just had this invasion angle on Raw. And it was really fun, really new, really fresh. And it was good for both companies. So in a perfect world, I figured that would happen. And they could eventually do something together. Some kind of invasion angle, some kind of pay-per-view. Because back in the day, everyone just wanted a WCW, WWF pay-per-view. Because everyone would win financially. So also in the 90s, um, Marvel and DC found a way to be creative and financially put together Amalgram Comics. It was a, a comic line that pitted superheroes against each other from Marvel and DC. Like Wonder Woman versus Storm, Batman versus Wolverine, and then they kind of had a, a, a line of comics that matched these characters up that were from another, the Amalgram dimension. So it was, a, I think it was Nightclaw. It was a mashup of like the Batman animated version and Wolverine. So like if big companies can do this, I always un don't understand like now in today's world why they don't. WWE did some stuff with Evolve, but I mean, not to dig at Evolve, but that's low scale stuff. So my question is, would you want to see some form of WWE uh, AEW pay-per-view? And if so, how would you book it? That's a great question. Ooh, that's a great question. I'd be all for it because I always love stuff like that. Like even the DC Marvel stuff back in the day when I found those, mm -hmm. I just went down a loophole and or a wormhole and just looked at all that stuff. So yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Um, it just brings so much attention. It, it's it's big. It's it's grand. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I wouldn't. So two part. Yeah, for sure, I would want to see it. But right now, I don't think I would want to see it. I think AWs to build themselves up more Correct. to that level. So. Uh, so I guess my answer would be no, but um, I would want to see it in the future. Okay. Yeah. That's a great answer. I, I think you're right. I, if, if there was a button you could press to make them do it, I don't think we should, but I'm pressing the button. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would make them do it right away. And you have to go 50-50 booking, unfortunately, because I don't think you could do a tournament. Because no, no one wants to have right. their guy. No. Like, no one wants to have WWE win AEW. Like, no. Um, I guess you have to do it Survivor Series style and go 50-50. Maybe whoever loses the most gets some kind of incentive, you know, just to get the deal yeah. going. But Right. It would just clearly be for the matches. Like, not, not the finishes, just to see, like, Darby versus Jeff or something. Yeah, and I, I think that's like the big payoff. It's kind of how it was oh, with Marvel DC is because you got to yeah. see people and you know people that don't interact. So like if they were all cool, like if Vince was a decent human being and he was just like, hey, you're creating AEW, good on you, Cody. Here's some tips. Um, you know, here's some do's and don'ts. Call me for any advice. If he was if he was like that, we'd have had great moments. Like maybe you'd have the sledgehammer, and then on the first episode of Dynamite, Triple H would go over there. And yeah. like make an appearance and like call out or something, you know. It's yeah, wins on both sides and even financially. So I, I think it's more ego driven. But I do agree that uh, maybe in a couple of years I'd want to see it more than now. Yeah, because like I always love the idea of like a, a World Cup, not just like AW for WWE, but like AWW, New Japan, AAA, all these different companies interacting just like mm -hmm. for a few nights. I think that'd be such a cool thing to have these, um, you know, the worlds collide. 
if I was to book it, it'd definitely be like a multiple night thing. You have to have a war games, I would imagine. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, Darby versus Jeff. Uh, even low card, like a Brandy versus Stephanie McMahon type thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, Omega versus Styles, Omega versus Rollins. So much stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that would be cool. I agree. Yeah. Wrestling could be a lot better if, like, if Vince, and it's not just Vince, actually. It's a lot of promotions. They get mm-hmm. egotistical. Um, they could be a lot better if they just work together. Yeah. Even if New Japan and AEW just worked together, it would be amazing. But And hopefully we'll see a little bit of that with uh, the Good Brothers. They supposedly signed a deal with Impact that allows them to go to New Japan. So maybe we'll get some more crossover stuff between at least those two companies. Yeah. Hopefully. But very nice discussion. That was, that was really cool. We can all dream. Yeah. But um, it's funny not that you brought up war games because uh, for this day in history, I'm going to cheat. Normally, I try to do it for the day that we uh, release the episode, but it's our show. I'm doing it for today, July 4th. <laughs> so today marks the beginning of war games. It made its debut today at the Great American Bash. Uh, it was pitched as a match made for the Four Horsemen. And it, without a doubt, I think it's, in my opinion, the best match that WWE's brought back. I think it works very well in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you guys know who, were, who was in the first War Games match? No. All right. I don't blame you because I had to look it up myself. It was the Superpowers, the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk, Nikita Koloff, Dusty Rhodes, and Paul Elring. Hmm. Oh, wow. Were defeated by the four horsemen Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, Tully Blanchard, and JJ Dillon. Uh, the four horsemen version of Lex Luger. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but even like, this was on Great American Bash, and even the whole card looks kind of cool. It was uh, to give. Some more context to that. It was um, the Rock and Roll Express defeated the Midnight Express. Fabulous Freebirds defeat Ivan Kolov, uh, Manny Fernandez, Paul Jones. Just a bunch of uh, classic wrestlers. Sting defeating Thunderfoot number one. I'm going to need some context for that. Thunderfoot. Was that Thunderfoot number two? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, inspired by. Um, What's the movie I'm thinking of? Max. Mad Max? Mad Max, thank you. Uh, created by Dusty Rhodes, he got inspiration by it from Mad Max. And I think oh, wow. it was a great match. I'd say I like it more than Elimination Chamber, and that used to be my favorite match. I could see that, yeah. I mean, it is a great match, and it's just one of those... It's one of those things when I first saw one, the rules kind of didn't make sense to me. But, I mean, now once, once you get into it, it's a great match. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Elimination Chamber thing, I think they kind of gutted Elimination Chamber right now. It just feels too, like, clean. It doesn't feel as, like, hardcore and, like, as it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's part of yeah. my issue with it. Yeah. Definitely. But What was that uh, WCW match they had with, like, the two cages on top of each other? Do you, do you know what the name of that one was? Oh, that was back when, like, 
Russo was doing it, wasn't it? I think so. I, think so. I, yeah. I don't remember the name. I forgot what it was too. Is that where, didn't they first use it when Arquette won the title? Ugh. I could be wrong in that. I could be, I could be very wrong, but it was around that time. I see in my head, but I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. That one always caught my eye. I don't remember how, I don't remember it being like great matches, but it always caught my eye. Right. Oh, um, I'm sure someone will leave us a comment below what it was. Yeah. But uh, that was this day in history. Just a little shout out to War Games. Very Happy cool. 4th of July. Blood and guts. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, so knocked. You got a hidden gem for us this week. I do. Uh, with the New Japan Talk finally coming to our podcast, I figured we'd look at the uh, crowning of Kurt Angle as IWGP champion, but not so much. So Kurt Angle was on a tear in TNA. He had literally every single belt. It was either him or Joe who had all the belts in the company. And it's back when they had their partnership with New Japan. And at the time, Brock Lesnar had just defeated Shinsuke Nakamura to become the IWGP heavyweight champion. And if you're not used to seeing Brock lose or actually wrestle a match, check this one out. He's over in the land of the rising sun fighting Kurt Angle in a very competitive, high-stakes match. Uh, someone actually kicked out of um, the F5. Kurt Angle and them grappling, doing a lot of wrestling submission stuff. And uh, Brock taps out to the ankle lock. So I highly recommend that. Check out some of these New Japan stuff. Kurt is not recognized as an IWGP champion because it was transferring over, I guess, um, leadership of the company. But he did actually win the belt at some point. Nice. I didn't know he was unrecognized. That kind of sucks. But Yeah, he's not recognized. But, I mean, he was on TV as a champion for a while. I just uh, – I forget what exactly happened at what tournament they had, but he he's not um on that list of champions. Huh. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, even if you're changing leadership, why would you not want Kurt Angle to be one of your champions? That's a great name to have. It's really weird, right? Yeah, but definitely gonna check that match out. Uh, but thank you, Mark. That's, that's that's a cool little hidden gem. Yeah, very uh. We're going to go straight into a couple of games we've got. Um, so you weren't here for the first time we played this knock. But no, I wasn't. I was jealous. I, uh, <laughs> I took some feedback and decided to, to change it a little bit. Uh, this is Title Push Barry. So okay. rules for this one, same as last time, except instead of release, we put another positive in there. So you can either choose to give someone a title, you choose to push someone, or you bury someone. All right. This week, we're going to go with multiple personalities. We're going to get right into it. Round one. Tile Push Barry. Matt Hardy. Woken oh, Matt Hardy. Broken Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh. And we'll go Zach and not Key first. Okay. Um, I'll bury Woken Matt Hardy. I'll push Broken Matt Hardy and give a title to regular Matt Hardy. Yeah. Ooh. Um, for sure, Burry Woken Matt Hardy. I'm giving that title to Broken, and then I'll push uh, regular. I definitely Barry Woken. Uh, push regular and title Broken. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, round two. Jeff Hardy. Willow. Ooh. Brother Nero. <laughs> Um, Barry, brother, Barry Nero, 
Push Willow and title for Jeff. Okay. Um, same. I'll bury Brother Nero. He was just there as like a pawn for um, Broken Matt. And he works with Broken Matt. I don't think he works by himself. Push Willow and give Jeff the title. Yeah, I agree completely. Title, Jeff, Push Willow, bury Brother Nero. Uh, round three. Le Champion, present day Chris Jericho. The list of Jericho with Kevin Owens. And 2008 suit wearing best in the world at what I do, Chris Jericho. I will bury the list Jericho because that one pretty much ran its course. I will push suit Jericho. And, you know, when you get better with age, you got to give the title to the guy, like Champion. <laughs> yep. How about you, Doc? Um, yeah, let's bury list Jericho. I'll, I'll um, I'm gonna give the title to uh, Suit Jericho only because he never got a proper run. I feel like, and I love that Jericho. That was a great Jericho. And um, push Le Champion because he can do anything. He doesn't need the belt. <laughs> Very fair. Um, I'm gonna say Barry List Jericho push. Best in the world, 2008, and title, Le Champion, because it's a okay. new name. <laughs> All right. Round four, we've got Undertaker, Biker Taker, no, no. and Boneyard Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his magic mic. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll go... Barry Biker Taker, because get rid of anything Limp Bizkit related. Uh, I will push Boneyard Mark <laughs> and give title a taker. Yeah. I think I'm in a complete agreement with Zach. No, uh, no disagreement for me. But I kind of like that theme song he had as an American biker. <laughs> I can't lie. I, uh, I can't remember. I think it's Here Comes the Pain. He has the Limp Biscuit theme song, and I used to love that as a kid. Then I grew up, I was like, who, who sings this? And I saw Limp Biscuit. I was like, am I a fan of Limp Biscuit? They are now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, like, the, the American Badass song, too, it was kind of like, I, it worked a couple times, but the Limp Biscuit song never worked for me. That's fair. Uh, I, I, I completely agree with everything you said. Uh, title, regular taker, Barry Biker, Push Boneyard. Um, <laughs> oh man! All right, round five. Getting close to the end. Dashing Cody Rhodes, Stardust, and present day AW Cody. I will bury Stardust gladly. <laughs> um, I'll I'll push um, Dashing. I really didn't mind that gimmick at all, and title on the current. Nice. Yeah, I, I really like Dash and Cody Rhodes. I thought it was when he was finally coming into his own person back in the day. Um, great theme song, too. Mm -hmm. I'll push him. Straight up bury and release Stardust. Forget about it. And then, yeah, title the uh, current day, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I agree. I will say, when it was happening, maybe it was because I could tell that Cody was putting all his effort into it. He was really trying to make it work. I didn't hate Stardust. But yeah. if, if I could erase it from history, I would. 
if it would have led to a brother versus brother match, then it would have been worth it. Yeah. yeah. To some degree. I mean, if it would have happened like after less than a year of that Stardust gimmick happening. Yeah. And uh, last round, can't do multiple personalities. I'm going to talk about the OG. Dude Love, <laughs> Cactus Jack, Mankind. Dude Love can bounce. He's getting buried. <laughs> um, push Mankind and give the title to Cactus Jack. Okay. Yeah. I, I always love Mankind uh, the most. Uh, I'll, push, I'll put him on the title on him. Push uh, Cactus Jack and get rid of Dude Love. Um, I for some reason I love Dude Love more than all of them. I knew you. I knew he was gonna say this. Just so about Big Foley go out there and dance and just having the time of his life. But oh, man. I unfortunately I'm gonna bury it. Um, and I'll give the title to Mankind just because it worked. Even though it was a spoiler in the Monday Night Wars, it worked. Um, I'll push Cactus Jack. Yeah. But hopefully you guys played along in the comments section. Let us know what you think. What, what would you title push, Barry? Give us some suggestions for the next game. Um, yeah, this is a good addition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always a fun game. Um, but we've also got another game that we're just going to go right into because it's, kind of, it's pretty similar, so we can go right into it. Go ahead, knock. All right, I got a one got to go for you guys. So I'm going to give you four choices. You got to pick which one will disappear from history. So first one, the Rock versus Stone Cold feud and series, all that stuff. The Mania matches and all that. The TLC matches with uh, Dudley Boys, Hardys, and Christian Edge. Kenny and Omega series, that trilogy of matches. And then for my fourth one, it was... Undertaker versus Michaels. No series of matches at Mania. Oh. One gotta go. Hey, this one hurts. I'll say Taker HBK's gotta go. Oh. I, I, I love it, but it's just, I don't know. I, I think I got thrills from the other ones a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. In my gut, I want to say Omega and Okada, but if you take that away from Omega, I don't think you get – I don't think we have the best, like, bout machine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'll say Taker and HBK because, I don't know. He kind of already might... destroyed the legacy with this comeback. Yeah, this might be controversial. I'm going to go ahead and say Rocket's still cold. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Maybe I'll agree with you. Because I actually, I know they're big historically. I know that they were huge at the time, but I personally never watched them. You know what? Just, actually, that's not a bad idea because the Stone Cold heel turn was the worst thing I've ever seen during that whole Attitude Era with, with any of those yeah. characters. That was the biggest, like, the whole Vince, it was me all along, Austin. Like, I'll take that over the Austin heel turn, like, siding with Vince. Because that's just shit on yeah. years of storytelling. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Um, I just felt like they never really got together in a match like that, and it worked. But that was a big um, mess up in that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll change mine. You talked to me. Everything too. else is like perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, but I love both guys. So both guys are huge, and right, exactly. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that was uh, one. Got to go. 
I like that. That was a tough one. Yeah. Nice. Um, hopefully next week when we get Paul in this, it'll be it'll be even tougher. I'd love to hear his thoughts yeah. on that. Um, but all right, we're gonna go ahead get to the main event of the evening. Everyone's favorite game, favorite show, promo school. Zach, what you got for us? All right. So today in promo school, we're going to play a new game that if any of you guys want to incorporate into the show down the line, feel free to. But it is a game that is going to test your mind. It is kind of a brain game. It's to show how quickly you can think and respond to things. So it's not going to be a quick answer like... um, Title Pusher Berry. I just want the first thing that comes to your mind when I say something. So it can be a couple words, um, whatever, but uh, just have it be whatever comes to your mind at first. So I just want to see how uh, your mind works. So see what you associate with these things. Uh, see how fucked up you are in the head. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. But also, uh, this is in promo school because when you go up against people and they flub up a script, or they say something stupid on the mic, you can see how Kevin Owens does it really well, the New Day do it really well. They will correct the other person for screwing up because their mind works so quick. So today we are going to play Rapid Fire. All right, we're going to do three rounds. I'm going to do Knock first, then Eric. I'm going to say something. You just give me whatever comes to your mind, then I'm going to say something else, and we're just going to go down the list until it's time for the next person to go. Okay. All right. Okay. So, for example, if I say Christmas, you might say Santa. Or, I don't know. Like, if I say Monday, you'd be like, oh, uh, I got to work Mondays. Something, whatever comes to your mind when I say these things. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, You're up first. And again, it's called Rapid Fire. All right. AEW. Dynamite. Survivor Series. Match. Mask. Ray. Video game. PlayStation. Chokeslam. Undertaker. Baseball bat. Yankees. Five-sided ring. Six-sided ring. Hamburgers. (laughs) Burger time. Evil. Good. Entrance. Music. All right, Eric, you're up next. You ready? All right. ROH. Honor. Evolution. Triple H. Megaphone. Cart. Ice cream bars. CM Punk. <laughs> Superkick. <laughs> HBK. Dangerous. Naya. Casino Battle Royale. <laughs> Complicated. Beer. Austin. Horror. Kane. Promo. Good. All right. Knock round two. Ready? All right. There I go. Steel chair. Head. Hell in a cell. Taker. Water. Polo. Scary. Kane. Gimmick. Match. EO. Shirai. Young Bucks. Superkick. Nyla Rose. Uh, maybe. Adam Page. <laughs> Hangman. All right. Eric, round two. All right. New Japan. Best. Royal Rumble. Best. <laughs> Face paint. 
Uh, Sting. Merch. Young Bucks. Suplex. Brock Lesnar. The Berserker. Viking. The Ministry. Taker. Booker T. Five time. Moolah. <laughs> Awful. All right. Round three. Knock, you ready? All right, I'm ready. Rey Mysterio. 619. Dolph Ziggler. I'm bad. Bradshaw. Layfield. Tully Blanchard. Four Horsemen. Zeus. Lightning. Nation of Domination. Mark Henry. Bret Hart. Hitman. Sensational Sherry. Can you dig it? Awesome Kong. TNA. All right, Eric, last round. All right. Cody. Best. Shawn Michaels. Best. <laughs> Bob Orton. Eh. Jake the Snake. I'm sorry, Jake Old. <laughs> <laughs> Doink. Uh, funny. Inner Circle. Great. Scott Steiner. Roids. Zelina Vega. <laughs> Underused. Nia Jax. Get her off my TV. <laughs> <laughs> There's rapid fire. <laughs> that, that was cool. Yeah. It's was usually really like nice. it's like a kid or like an old person who always just like will say something that's really funny because the first thing that comes to their mind is their truth about something. So, um, you know, when we're in between those ages, we try to kind of Built go in. for perfection when we say something. You know, we don't always say the perfect thing. But um, yeah, just to kind of keep your mind sharp, keep it moving. That's rapid fire. Yeah. When you said Berserk and Eric in my head, I was going Wolverine, Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) In my head, I was thinking of uh, some game called uh, For Honor, and they have a class called Berserker, and that's all I was thinking Uh, about. uh, Do you guys know who the Berserker is? No. Okay. If you just want to look him up, uh, he's an early 90s wrestler. But yeah, he was kind of a Viking, and he was just kind of an idiot. So Uh, That makes sense. But that was that was promo school. That was a great one. Um, I don't know why I said good for promo. I think I was process there was. But if you guys have any suggestions, which you'd like to see next week, leave it in the comment section below. Uh, as always, check out our YouTube videos. Like Zach said before, he just put out that West Coast Pop Talk. Can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Uh, anything else? You eventually, wanna- eventually we will finish this tag tournament. We want to get this videos out, but. Uh, we're not there yet, but we will finish this. That we will. And uh, Zach, where can they find us? It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is, Eric, <laughs> where you can find us. It is the Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh man best one Classic. amazing catch you guys later later peace